It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to get to the exciting conclusion of the NIT, the Nyat Invitational Tournament. I'm your MC for today, the co-captain of the Nyat Rock podcast out of the main, sitting here with two of my favorite brothers. Yeah. One is my real brother. Mm-hmm, that's me. That's you, yeah. Sir John. Uh, Sir. Welcome back. You ready to do this? Have I been knighted? Yes, you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You are, uh, yes, sir. I, I am ready to do this. I have been dealing with um, some angry emails during the week. A couple of them. You're kidding me? Nope. Oh. Uh, we heard we heard a couple of uh, protests have been filed by the camp of Ario Speedwagon and James Taylor. So, uh, are these <sighs> like from attorneys that you're getting these emails? Uh, that's a good question. I'm, okay, they would be attorney attorneys then, right? Attorney attorneys, yes. (laughs) Well, real quick, I'm going to do some very quick viewer mail before we bring on our third brother for today. So you remember listener Gregory, who's been crunching the numbers on the numbers guy. Yep, yep. So I guess we inadvertently gave him some homework because he he turned in an assignment. Yes. The question was Gold Star. Right. If three of the Yatsky scale judges were kind of in the same area, but then there was one outlier, and apparently it's typically Steve, that just. Threw the scores completely out. Would any song be moved from yacht to yacht? And he crunched yeah. the numbers on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and interesting that we're doing this tournament because I just wanted to let you know that there were two songs that would, if you took out in both cases, Steve's outlier yeah. of a score, they would move from yacht to yacht. You want to know what they are? Are they in this tournament? Yeah, I'd like to know what they are. I think they both were, and I think they're both out. <laughs> uh, Private Eyes, Hall and Oates. Yeah. And didn't Thunder Island get eliminated as well, Jay Ferguson? Yeah, I think it did. So that's well, interesting. Those would have moved into the boat if uh, yep. Steve had uh, had his Wheaties. Exactly. It would have been uh, exactly a 50. Now, all the, he did is he eliminated the outlier score. Right. So then took the mean of the rest. So yeah, right. anyways. Thought that was interesting, but we're going to find out who truly does advance from yacht to to yacht today with our good friend, super fan, yacht rock super fan, friend to the yacht rock group. You guys all know him if you're active at all, and that's none other than brother Kyle Lavelle. Brother, welcome to the show. Oh, it's my honor. How are you guys doing today? Oh, man. Wow. Not as good as you, but that's always the case. Yeah. Love you guys. Well, you sh- that unmistakable enthusiasm should come as no surprise to our listeners who mm-hmm. know you, Kyle. Yes. Yes. I, I have a fire for this music and for my brothers and for supporting the community. And I really have a fire in my heart to help the world know more about this amazing genre. Yeah. And that comes through. It's obvious. Let's let's talk about real quick before we jump into the tourney. How did that fire get lit? What's your Yacht Rock origin story well you know it's amazing because when i was um younger uh, my folks uh split up I, I know this might be a little sad story but uh when that happened you know i was very very poor and i remember um sitting inside of a laundromat my mom used to use dish soap sometimes you know to wash the clothes and we didn't even have a quarter to play a video game on but there was this one man named jay patrick here in flint and uh, next to Casey Kasem, another one of the Flint greats, you know, one, you know, arguably the, one of the greatest DJs of all time. Um, he would play these songs that we know today as Yacht Rock on his show every single day. And, you know, there was just something about being in that moment where the music began to sink into me organically. And, 
you know, I never really knew how to put it all together until recently, once I discovered what, you know, this genre has been encapsulated into. But my whole life, I've, I've loved hearing all these smooth songs. I mean, you know, and, and listening to Jay uh, for a good part of my youth, um, you know, my mom, she would always turn him on and on, on the stereo. And I, I'd try to get my mom to turn the station. I'd be like, oh, wait a second. You know, I want to hear some, <laughs> something a little bit more rocket, you know. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he would play these songs. And, you know, what I didn't know was as a child, you know, these things were going to grow on me over time. And, you know, my whole life I've been loving, you know, all of it. And so um, fast forward to about, two years ago. And, uh, I actually started listening to, uh, more and more tunes that were relatable and somehow, some way I just kind of stumbled in through, uh, feeds and, uh, you know, and other things from soft rock to West coast to AOR, all of a sudden I found yacht rock and it was a whole other ball game. And boy, you know, I, I, what can you say? I mean, Probably the most underrated great musicians of all time are a part of this amazing genre, and very few of them have been acknowledged for that on the you know in the mainstream, and right. uh, and so you know it's a pleasure now to be able to listen to uh, bands like Ambrosia and Pablo Cruz, and you know I'm a huge Doctor Hook fan. I know you guys know that. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well. I got to say, um, unfortunately, we're talking about Yacht Rock in this tournament. So there will be some songs, some favorites of yours, I'm sure. But um, we're trying to find the yachtiest songs of the Yacht Rock subgenre. John actually put this tournament together. So, John, you want to explain how we got here and where we're going from here? Yeah, it's a um, it's quite the collection of stuff from a few different sources. Uh, some of it was uh, stuff that was near misses on the Yatsky scale, stuff just below 50 uh, that I thought would be interesting for debate. But also we uh, curated some things from a few of the various places that are known for making the same errors over and over again, such as Sirius XM's Yacht Rock Station, some of the playlists you might find on Apple Music or Spotify, uh, compilations, the Now series they put out two volumes of yacht rock compilations and so uh, that as well as stuff that people post in the yacht rock group when a lot of them when they're first joiners but others that you know people will as i said last week die on the beach for songs that we know aren't yacht rock but i thought it'd be fun to debate all of those put them all into a pool and see which one you know rose to the top that sounds great Yes, we started, Kyle, with 68 tunes. Um, we had a playing game, just like the tournament, just like the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah. This is the Nyat Rock Invitational Tournament, or the NIT, <laughs> presented by August Red, my favorite Nyat Rock artist. Sure, I don't know sure. about yours. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, so here we are, and we've uh, had the help of guests coming on to help us select these tunes. And we're down now, Kyle, to the Sunken 16. These are 16 songs that have advanced. And now we're going to, with your help, we're going to get to the finals. We're going to crown a champion in some some fashion. Yeah, I was going to ask, is Tommy the Swami is still uh, alive with his pick? Yeah, so we each... I don't know how this has happened. In a sealed envelope, Kyle, we each picked our prediction for the winner. Uh, John's got eliminated. First round. Uh, 
We did, he went with a deep cut <laughs> Olivia Newton-John tune. It wasn't um, that deep. I, it was like 47 on the Yachtsky scale. So it was a near miss, 47 and a quarter, something like that. So She's got some Yachty tunes. Yeah, I believe I'm holding the winner in this year envelope, but we'll get back to that. Uh, right. We got to get to the finals. I am your he- MC for today, which means I'm going to present each of you alternatingly. No, both of you. I'm sorry. Correct. This is the finals. Present both of you with a song or a matchup, two songs. And you're going to pick which one you think should advance. It has to be unanimous. If it's not, I will cast a tiebreaker vote. Okay. And we'll go from 16 down to the Got it. final four, the floating four, down to the finals. All Frantic? Right? I don't know. Frantic four? Frustrating four? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The flooded four? Yes, something. We'll come up with a good F word. No, uh, we won't. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Watch your language. All right. Are you guys ready to dive in? Booyah. We're ready. Let's do this. All right. Let me pull up the tournament here. Now, we're going to remind people in certain cases of how certain songs got here. I'm going to start with the funnest of the entire matchup here. The funnest? Yep. And uh, just to remind people, we have four regions. We have the Nyadi But Nice, Stranded at Sea, The Lost Boys, and Stuck on the Dock. <laughs> and here's why I'm going to start with you, Kyle. I'm going to start in the... Upper left region, nyadi but nice. And Do we, we need to reset our controversy? Okay, that's where you're going yes. first? Good. Sometimes being a little naughty can be nice. Nice. That's right. Well, <laughs> listen to how naughty <laughs> this got. <laughs> we had James Taylor, your smiling face, facing off against Keep On Loving You. Last and it was week. a route. Your, your smiling face went through with ease. But there was COVID concerns, and so they had to <laughs> drop out of the tournament and they had to get replaced to uh, somehow a near omission. It was an omission. Gino Vanelli's I Just Want to Stop was left out of the tournament, and I thought that was travesty, so we eliminated James Taylor, and we wrote in Just Want to Stop. So that is the controversy. I don't see how that's a controversy. <laughs> to me, I yeah. feel like Gino deserves to be on the boat. With that, I agree. with that gem, I really but do. But see, the so. problem is we never had an official ruling between Ario Speedwagon and James Taylor. So really, they were both eliminated, which is why they both sent me complaints. Ah, so that's they a- they feel that, that that it was just a you know complete travesty and completely unfair that we would arbitrarily put in a song into the uh, sunken sixteen, and it never had to go through the process. So <laughs> we're supposed to trust the process. Well, how can we? Yeah. Well, that's why these big blue bloods have. Uh, Attorney attorneys. Yes. <laughs> All right. So. So what does that Kyle, mean? I don't know. <laughs> it means Kyle has to pick between Gino Vanilli's very yachty, in my opinion. I just want to stop against, well, you both pick Herb Alpert's Rise. Who's advancing, gentlemen? Ooh. Oh, boy. This is, a, this is a tough matchup, guys. I'm telling you. You know, Yacht Rock, uh, it's uh, the embodiment of it. Uh, it has so many great songs and so many great vocalists, but there are very uh, few out there that really make it onto the boat with those instrumentals. And Rise is one of those songs, like just like you find with Mangione, where yep. they draw the smooth end and you don't miss a vocalist at all. It's like the moment that yep. the first notes hit, you're right there. So, you know, for me, both of these songs, uh, you know, could go right up over 50 in my opinion um but which one would you advance in this case oh brother you know i gotta roll with gino man i mean he is just a ladies man beyond all reason if there was a yacht rocker that 
knew how to, uh, had the gift of uh, gab and the gift of jab with his moves. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Gino. He really, uh, knows the smooth. So I got to roll with Gino, man. He's got the hair too. So, you know, it takes you places when it's a thing of beauty like that. When you were talking about Rise, I kind of thought we were going to have to go to tiebreaker right out of the gate. But uh, I'm going with Gino as well. So, uh, Tom, let's, uh, well, another week of emails. Let's go. Yep, The Maple Yacht. Maple, Maple yacht. yacht. There we go. Now, what if that's what I have in this here envelope? That, that would be a controversy since I kind of you suggested wrote them in. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not saying I do. I'm not saying I don't. Yeah. All right. Let's go to this. Is going to be a fun matchup because it's two Marina Rock Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. You've got right. Escape, Escape, the Pina Colada song, <laughs> which was a number one seed, going against my boy Bertie Higgins, Key Largo, gentlemen, Ooh. who's advancing. Well, 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 well. I know what your feeling is on Birdie. Uh, you may have a chance at uh, a tiebreaker here, but I think the one that I would lean to uh, would probably be the number one seed. I think I would still, between those two, both being Marina, Rock, I would still say escape. What do you think, Kyle? Well, you know, it's it's amazing because I don't really feel like Rupert gets, you know, the the, the love if you will, from the group, you know, so many people, they, they look at what he does and they think, Oh man, he's just trying to get on the boat, you know, but (laughs) I love everything that he, you know, that he put out. And, uh, you know, there's some songs out there that, you know, you hear the stories behind him and you're blown away by him. So I love Rupert and, uh, I'm going to agree with you on that one because escape is just a place that it's one of those songs. It's, uh, some people would say a guilty pleasure song, but I just mm-hmm. love it, and it puts my mind right into that place where I can thinking about you know where I'm thinking about uh, getting away with you know the lady and having some pina coladas every time. So you know, works for me. Put them through. All right, it's unanimous. All right. Well, we are going to go down to uh, the stuck on the dock region, which features. Um, one of my pet yacht rock favorites, and that's the Eagles, nice. new kid in town. Yeah, which was a six seed going against one of John's favorite, I think, yacht rockers. Sometimes yacht rockers, and that's Little River Band, Lonesome Loser. Who's Ooh, moving on? I want to get Kyle's opinion on that one first. What do you What do you think, uh, uh, new kid in know, town or Lonesome Loser? The Lonesome Loser means a lot to me because, you know, I am a Detroit Lions fan. And I think if there was ever a song that summed up the last, uh, you know, six decades, uh, it would be that one. And I just love the Little River Band. They're rocking uh, the smooth. And normally, um, you know, they've only had one certified uh, tune with reminiscing, get on the boat. But I love so much of what they do. So, of course, I'm just going to go with. Our friends from Australia, and uh, you know, tip my cap to those guys. All right, yeah, John. I, th- I think that they both uh, deserve higher than fifty status. Yes. Um, of the two, oh boy, it, that is a really close pick for me. Um, but I'm going to make Tom break this tie because I would probably lean towards New Kid in Town based on the. Uh, the the dominance the prominence of the roads the electric piano sure uh so tom what what would you think on that what's the tiebreaker um i was leaning towards lonesome loser until you just made that comment and then i started rethinking our make the case episode where you dissected the tune and right 
we talked about the theory in the tune and some jazz elements. Uh, And just because I want to anger a certain fan base, I'm going to go with the Eagles and put them through. Nothing against Lonesome Loser. I was ready to pencil that in or put it in ink. But anyway, Kyle. Yeah, I'd love to see them both go on, but that's not the way tournament works. Yep. As uh, Lee Corso would say, good pick, but not so fast, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's been dying to use that. Just like the Lions. Yep. And let's hope Dan Campbell isn't the Lonesome Loser for long, our Lions head coach. All right. For sure. Let's move. Lost Boys um, will go with the number one seed. Wait, did I do the other side of? Yeah, okay. No, I did not. Sorry. Back on Stuck in the Dock. Number one seed, This Night Won't Last Forever, famously by August Red, was also originally performed by Bill Bounty. Going against the number four seed, Kyle, Sweet Life, from Paul Davis. Whoa. Well. Wow. Paul Davis, man. You know, it's amazing because, he, you know, he's from Mississippi, and I like to put a lot of Paul Davis on my Southern Yacht playlist. Um, so sweet life is one of those songs that, you know, touches me, especially when I think about my kids. So, um, All right. it, I like you know, it. I love both jams, but man, that Paul Davis, uh, they're just, uh, you know, he's got certain tunes that touch my heart. So I'll roll with Paul. Yeah. Those two tunes are kind of in a similar area, but, um, I think this is going to be the first number one seed to go down because I'm in full agreement that sweet life, uh, feels more uh, close to the boat than build a bounties. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we agree. Oh. We agree. I would have not agreed, but I don't get a vote in this contest. Too bad. So, all right. so sad. Down goes the number one seed. First all time, right. first one to go down. Sweet. Well, let's see if let's see if this number one seed can uh, survive in advance, and that is in the Lost Boys, as yeah. I previously uh, intimated, where we're going next. That's Brandy. You know Brandy, the fine girl. She yeah, right? what a, such a fine girl. I don't know her personally, but you know I, I've heard guys talk about her. <laughs> yep. Well, does Brandy survive in a head-to-head matchup against Poco's Heart of the Night? Ooh, well, I'll go first on this one. I don't think it's close. I think Heart of the Night feels a lot closer to the boat to me. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I know. I agree. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I had a friend of mine named Matt, and the first time I actually DJed, uh, it was a karaoke gig, you know, back in the recession and we we're just trying to make money. And so, yeah. you know, he would get up from behind the bar and he would rock the house with, with Brandy every night. And it was so fun, <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to agree with you, John, a hundred percent. Yeah, I will recognize that Brandy is probably a, one of the building block tunes, but I don't think by comparison to the sound of the two, I think heart of the night's closer. In the heart of- Yeah, it's, you know, those feel-good sing-songs, you know, especially, you know, many of them. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, they're great, but I agree with you 100%, brother. All right. Yep. All right. Well, I the more I got to know about what Proto Yacht is, the more Brandy kind of drifted away out of the harbor for me because it's the perfect, like, Proto Yacht tune. But Absolutely. I would agree with you. All right, I'm liking that. My Poco, Yachty okay. Heart of the Night is going yeah. through. So down go two number one seeds in a row. Wow. <laughs> in a row. Uh, let's wow. go to the three two matchup. Which uh, let's see. Uh, never have to say goodbye. Beat, There's your uh, England Dan. Yeah. yeah, England Dan. John Forcoli beat Lost in Love, which is another yep. one of my Air Supply favorite yacht, yacht rock tunes. Uh, 
and Eye in the Sky. So just to give you a sense for how yachty we were at this point, Kyle. <laughs> you know. uh, we'll never have to say goodbye again. Takes on the two seed. Couldn't get it right. Climax Blues Band survived a Climax Ooh. on Climax Ooh. duel. Ooh. Beat out I Love You. Yeah. And beat out Ceylon Sailor. Wow. Okay. So anyway, that's the matchup. Never have to say goodbye again. Kyle, against couldn't get it right. Yeah, Kyle, your thoughts first. There's no question to me. It couldn't get it right. I mean, I'm telling you what, um, listening to your podcast, and I'm I'm just going to say right now, guys, uh, I have so much respect for Climax Blues Band, the hard work that they put in, and that song right there, there are very few songs where you find a guitar and sax unison that are so on point with one another where they just blend together so beautifully. And for me, it's smooth and approved and, you know, uh, New York city, it took me with the tide and so did this song. So I'm definitely rolling <laughs> with the climax blues, man, because I think they got it right. Ah, no surprise to me because I think that sound sounds a little bit like your Dr. Hook, but anyway, yeah, John, I, I agree with agree? that. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they're closer than you think. Um, but they're so different. You know, it's not like the Labounty matchup where the two songs are pretty similar. These are two very different. Do you go to the groovier side of the yacht or do you like the smoother, little strummier side of the yacht? And I think in this case, I'm going to agree with Kyle. All right. So couldn't get it right. Awesome. So let's move now to the final number one seed. They all advanced. Uh, to get to the sunken 16, we are going to the stranded at sea region mm-hmm. and we've got number one seed. Somebody's baby by Jackson Brown taking on cliff Richard. We don't talk anymore. It's Ooh. so funny. Oh, we don't. Wow. Talk yeah, it is so funny. Um, it is. So that's a one verse four chalky. Yeah. I'm not sure that uh, fast times at Ridgemont high is the yachtiest of all movies, but nope. uh, I think that's a pretty yachty tune. Yes. Um, I, I'm. I can't get over the the uh, what what I call the five over one theory uh, key riff at the beginning. To me, I hear that it instantly connects my mind to like a Michael McDonald or a Christopher Cross. So I'm gonna. I would put that one through. What do you think, Kyle? Oh, I I agree. And you know, for argument's sake, I think it needs to be at peace. Uh, you know, everybody. Uh, it makes this song uh, uh, something that they want to talk about. Why did Jackson Brown just barely miss the boat on this smooth rocking song? And I completely agree with you. I feel like Jackson Brown uh, deserved to be on the boat. I think it's a slight travesty that he missed it with this one. Yeah, I have a theory on that. I I have a a little theory on that because... He is uh, part of the Laurel Canyon thing. He's emblematic of probably the most frustrating area where people confuse yacht and yacht, and it's the Jackson Brown, Linda Ronstadt, Eagles area, and I think he's emblematic of that. And so I think that as soon as you hear Jackson Brown, your mind goes to 35, and then he's got to build you up from there, you know? Absolutely. So. You know, and that, that that's very true, and I, I just I feel like Jackson, he deserves it. You know, I, I, people love him. I think across the board, there are certain songs that you find a uh, majority of yacht rockers out there that they, they love. And this one just seems to be enduring, brother. And yeah, I, I'm with you 100%. I love it. Put Christopher Cross on vocals on that and you have a 75. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. Well, just real quick, this is not going back to listener Gregory's math. This is another yeah. one where the variance from Steve did the song in. So you've got JD at 60, Hunter at 51. Dave's at 48, 
but Steve's all the way down at 40. And I read somewhere that I guess Steve said at some point, if he would go back to have to do that again, he probably would have raked it higher. So anyways, as it is, it ends at a 49.75 composite. So, all right. So I'm putting uh, that one through. Uh, And then we have our final matchup and then we'll get through the, uh, what is it? The, uh, we're going to need some kind of number for eight and something for four, which we're still uh, workshopping. It sounds like, Hmm. Um, Okay. Well, I just noticed this is a very chalky region, as was yeah. the last one, because we have one, two, three, four seeds all advancing. So we have Dancing in the Moonlight. Mm-hmm. How about that for Proto? That's a three seed against number two. How did Baker Street? Is it, it's still here. Does it survive and advance? Yeah, look at the matchups it had. Well, yeah. So Baker Street faced off against Boys of Summer, Don Henley. <laughs> That's not even close. Uh, thank you for being a friend. Uh, favorable matchup. Andrew Gold. And now it's here against Dancing in the Moonlight. Does it survive in advance based on matchups? It's actually kind of a favorable matchup. In it a way. is kind of going back to what we were saying about Brandy being, uh, you know, proto, but but definitely not. And I think you could say the same thing about this King Harvest tune. But uh, who I can't let Baker Street go any further. I don't know. What do you think, Kyle? Um, every time I hear "Dancing in the Moonlight," I think about the man who wrote the song, and it's a kind of a tragic story you know he uh was out hanging out with his friends one night he got away from his friends and a, a gang beat him up really bad i mean almost he almost died and he ended up in the hospital and he couldn't use his hands he was having a really rough time and what he did was he began to uh write the song in his head and what he was trying to do was he was imagining almost a place of utopia where he would ever want to be, uh, you know, where everyone was happy, enjoying themselves, loving one another, you know, in a, in a perfect setting where people could just get along and appreciate good music together and have a good. And so, um, you know, he never wanted to go through that experience again. And he wanted to write a song that was the complete opposite of the very thing that put him in the hospital. And every time I hear dancing in the moonlight, it's just a song that uh, sparks, uh, you know, a flame in my heart and I I love it. So I'm rolling with King harvest. I think, uh, I think they're great bands. I had never heard that story. That's cool. Yeah. That, that, that reaffirms my decision. Yeah. Yeah. How can you argue? No, No, I'm not. I'm not. All right. Well, you wanted Baker Street out anyway, so you got. I it. did. Yep. That Fine. was my original motivation, but I'm going with the uh, with the hospital story. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, we are down, gentlemen, to the yeah. enigmatic eight. That's oh, a, you've been how's working that? on that. Yeah, I workshopped it, as I mentioned. Uh, so <laughs> we've got eight tunes. I guess now we know where everyone stands on all these tunes, so maybe yep. we don't need to go into as much depth. But if there's nope. something that's troubling you with the matchup, I guess do uh, air your grievances. Here we go. We're going to get down to the floating four. Fran- uh, frustrating four, I think. Maybe. Okay, frustrating four. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, gentlemen? Here we go. I'm just going to go left, right, left, right. We're going to start in the upper left. And we've got the number one seed, Escape, going against the written in, I just want to stop, Gino Vanelli. Who's advancing, gentlemen? Gino. Yeah, Gino, 100%. I, you know, like we were talking about, Rupert deserves love. But Gino, he is 100% yacht rocker personified. And this song should have definitely made it on the certifiable boat. It, it's on all of our boats. I, I don't get yeah. it. Gino, 100%. Certifiable. 
Okay. <laughs> yes. Here we go. This this will be an interesting matchup. Okay. Sweet life. Again, Paul Davis against this the 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 team that will not die, the Eagles. <laughs> New kid in town. Who's advancing? Oh, let's see. Uh, I'm a Paul Davis uh, vote. Yeah, I'm going with I'm rolling with Paul too. I mean, I love, Ooh, love the Eagles. They're just a little too West Coast for me in this regard. And if we're talking close, um, you know, I love the Eagles, but man, Paul Davis. I mean, uh, like I said, All right. he's the man. All right, <laughs> Paul, send Paul through. The, the Eagles have finally been officially eliminated from the Yacht Rock Invitational. And there was rejoicing everywhere, I'm sure. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, they won't be on the boat. It, right. it won't be because of us. Even unofficially, yeah. All right, let's go to somebody's baby. I think the tournament's number one overall seed against mm-hmm. Dancing in the Moonlight, which just got a heart-wrenching uh, backstory. Oh, now, you talk about a Cinderella story. This is like Sister Jean, right? Where it's like, oh... We're just rooting for the, you know, emotional favorite here now. What what do we got? You guys yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Olympics, you know, where they spend more time telling the backstories <laughs> of these athletes and then they get a six second luge run. Yeah. Um, but at this point, I, I got to let King Harvest say goodbye. What do you think, Kyle? What's your thoughts? Uh, um, you know, I hate to, I hate to say this because uh, I I, uh, I just love it too much. So dancing in the moonlight for me, man, I love it. Dude. Ooh, Tom. You're going to have to break this tie now. Yep. I am going to break the tie. If we're getting naughty, you know. (laughs) Yes. Well, I am going with the one that I feel like is closer to the boat. You already made the intellectual argument for it, uh, Kyle. So I'm going with your head and not your heart and somebody's baby is advancing to the. Oh, my goodness. I think (laughs) we've seen. I think we see who the favorite is now. But uh... (laughs) yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, we've got couldn't get it right. The Dr. Hook sounding couldn't get it right, Kyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Against Heart of the Night, one of my favorite bands, Poco. Who's advancing? I need a pause in the action first, though. I'm assuming that your envelope is still sealed. My envelope is still sealed, sir. My, my, my. Okay. Uh, let's reset that. Climax Blues or Poco? Ooh, yep. that, that is a... That might be the tougher call, the toughest call I've had so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. Well, you make the argument first, and I'll see if I if you can convince me. Well, you know, like we said, it's a tragedy that Jackson didn't make the boat. Uh, you know, and like we said, the, the each one of the OGs, they had a – um, uh, definitely a, a broad scale that they were working with to come up with that average. Um, and um, – you know, I, there's just something about the couldn't get it right, man, that I love, dude. I don't know what it is, but I'm not. <laughs> I just told uh, you what it is. It sounds like Dr. Hook. Oh, you're, you're right, too. And uh, so, you know, it gets harder than night. What, what do you got? Who is that? Couldn't get it right, Kyle? Couldn't get it right. That's what I'm going right. with. Absolutely. John? Yeah. I, uh, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping you were going to convince me of Poco because that was the way I was leaning. Um, Tom, this one's uh, going into your boat. Sexy, uh, cause sex. I, I, yeah, because I, I, sexy sax. I can't. Yep. I know they both have it. They both yep, have they it. They do. But, uh, but, but I think it's the Poco sax is a little sexier. So, what do you think? I agree. And on that alone, well, that in my undying love for Poco, I'm advancing Poco. Heart of the night. Okay, sorry, heart Kyle. Of the night. To the heart of the tournament. All right. I like that I'm picking all the tiebreakers. I'm basically just choosing our frustrating four. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, we've got them. 
Sounds Gino good. Vanilli, the controversial I Just Want to Stop is taking on Sweet Life by Paul Davis. Talk about an unsung hero. Uh, yeah. Did not see that coming. Um, somebody's Baby, number one seed against Heart of the Night. I'm surprised Poco still is here, but let's start there. We got Somebody's Baby going against Heart of the Night. Who gets into the finals? Gentlemen. Well, Kyle already told us he doesn't like Heart of the Night at all, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I just. I know. Just like. <laughs> You know, couldn't get it right so much. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, my, my vote in this matchup would be, uh, I hate to chalk it in, but somebody's baby still still wins to me. What do you think? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, even though I would have, you know, taken the other song in this last round, Jack, yeah. Jackson deserves it for sure. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. Okay, we have one finalist. Yes, and the other finalist, this is going to be interesting. Gino Vanelli gets through on a technicality from COVID <sighs> against Paul Davis. I this I bet nobody had him. It's like Charlotte Southern or something like that. I know. Paul Davis, <laughs> sweet life. Uh, who do we got? So, you know, those deep south basketball teams, man, you got to watch out for them, you know? That's right. <laughs> You know, how many, how many, uh, favorable calls can one guy get, you know, Gino Vanelli? I mean, the refs have been on his side. I mean, the, the entire attorney committee apparently is yeah. in the bag for Gino. Yep. And you know what? In this matchup, so am I. Yeah. Oh, you too. When you look at certain guys, you know, that are in Yacht Rock that you look to and you're like, okay, that's the symbol of what it should be. I think everybody across the board worldwide can agree that Gino Vanelli is a yacht rocker. I mean, he's yeah. just got yeah. it. Yeah. He's yeah. still got it today. So definitely genius. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And the envelope remains sealed, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, so th- what, what, what that means is that I've been riding you since the very first minute of the very first week of this tournament that you were so predictable that you would <laughs> pick a number one seed <laughs> as your so-called pick way to go or, good, or good did i or did i not maybe perhaps bribe the tournament committee and oh. get them to bring in an unqualified gino vanelli song we are going to find out very shortly that oh would have been goodness. controversial well you guys know the matchup it's somebody's baby tournament's number one overall mm-hmm. seed i keep saying imagine why uh, against the aforementioned gino vanelli here it is gentlemen it's in here i'm going to unseal it but you guys go ahead and you predict it. Isn't I just want to stop was about a 47 something. And uh, of course, we know somebody's baby was 49.75. So they're both right on the cusp, aren't they? Yes. It yes. really comes down to personal preference, I guess. That's right. Absolutely. You know, I, I look at Jackson and I love that song. and It's so close. But man, <sighs> talking yacht rock. I mean, Gino, 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 the man has it. And so. Uh, it's a tough call to, uh, either way. Both deserve to be on the boat, in my opinion. But um, I'm rolling with Gino. That is such a good point because Jackson Brown's persona is very non-yachty. It's very much the Laurel Canyon thing, going back to that. Yes. And Gino's look, his personality, his style, all of it just was definition of yacht. Gino wins. Wait, we're not picking artists. Gino is the winner. This is not a matchup of Gino Vanelli against Jackson Brown. This is a matchup of a song. I just want to stop wins over somebody's baby. There, you feel better now? No, I feel horrible. I want to hear some paper ripping. Okay, so (laughs) I told you last week I had one goal. 
Yes. And that, and that was to knock out your favorite, which I'm, took me a while. I'm turning off my visual background here so you guys can see the camera. What You guys, who wants Kyle? Read what you see on screen. It should be somebody's baby. But. But. <laughs> he said, <laughs> wait, never mind. Keep reading. But it will be. Gino Vanelli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, England, Dan, and John Ford Coley. We may never, we never have to say goodbye oh, again. So that's who I thought was going to win the tournament. Wow. You've been gaslighting us this whole time. Because wow. I, I really thought it was going to be somebody's baby. <laughs> I see. So I got I I really, see. I hedged my bet. I picked twice. I see. I got you. Ooh, that was fun. Oh, yes. I did not put in Gino Vanelli, though. That would have been true controversy. Well, Congratulations. He wanted to stop, but he couldn't. Yeah. I would say congratulations to our co-champs, Jackson Brown and <laughs> no, 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 Vanelli. No, no, no. no co. Well, I think they should both be reconsidered. Uh, and they will always be Yacht Rock in my heart and mind. So uh, I'm glad that they faced off. Yeah, we do know that Gino will have an asterisk next to his uh, true championship, right? Because of the way he got into the tournament in the first place. So there is this whole thing is just, you know, thrilled with controversy. <laughs> they, they won't put an asterisk on the banner, though, and they're going to raise the banner. It'll true. always be there for yep. generations to come. Oh, so, great. <laughs> cool. Well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Kyle, before we let you go, we got to let you uh, do our final NIT lightning round. Are you ready, sir? Oh, I'm, I was born ready. I'm so excited. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Start with uh, give us a song to debate on. Does it float your boat? What do you got for us? The song that floats my boat. And it's a song that has resonated throughout the Yacht Rock community for a while now. And I think about um, our Friday night watch parties and, you know, just hanging out with everybody when we were going through the pandemic and how wonderful that was. But there was one song that always hit the spot and from one of my favorite bands of all time. And I feel like this song, um, uh, it's certified yacht, but uh, to me, it makes it on the boat every time. And that is I'll supply the love by Toto. Yes, yes. From the rocking side of the boat, which is, I know, your favorite. My favorite, favorite. Yes. There's something special inside of Rock Yacht. And I can't wait to, you know, explore that and and, uh, and, and, uh, share that with the community. I've uh, compiled about uh, 12 hours worth of yachty rocking songs. And, you know, I'm just saving them piece by piece. And this is definitely one of them, man. I, I love the way, as soon as you hear the Admiral Luke, uh, shred that guitar, but it's so good. It's so smooth. And then here, the vir- the great virtuoso Jeff Picaro come in on that drum. It's like, yeah, man, you can't back off. Bobby hits those vocals, man. He saw a girl <laughs> across the sea, you know, uh, yeah. saved his life, you know. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> you know, my only thoughts on that one, uh, and we kind of talked about this, I remember time when we did our Total Four album dive, that uh, the guitar and the harmonies and all that stuff, absolutely. 
the, the fact that he's singing the verses in such a high register and kind of screaming through the whole song is a little more intense than I typically think of for Yacht Rock. But uh, it's such a killer tune. Tom, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, uh, well, I'm just going to defer to my two uh, fellow Toto resident uh, experts. And, well, <laughs> actually, you guys are split a little bit. So I'm going to let yeah. the, let our guests uh, have this one because we're in the middle of the Yacht Invitational Tournament. So if it's Yacht, it's Yacht today. So good job, Kyle. <laughs> Well, let's. Uh, what do we? What do we got next? We're gonna uh, look at. Uh, what do you have? Uh, like a buried treasure for us? Something yachty, but uh, maybe it's something that people either forgot about or they never knew about in the first place. Yep, I've got a great one for you guys. Um, you know, I've been exploring the southern yacht territory now for months and months, and also compli- uh, uh, compiling songs and getting things together. And one band that stood out to me that um, you know I just thought was amazing is the Greg Allman Band, mm. and um, it, this beautiful song uh, that just hits a spot every time. We were talking about Herb Alberts and Mangione earlier with great Yachty instrumental tracks. This one, uh, it's buried treasure to me, and I'll hold that jewel up and shine it off every time. The song is called Matthew's Arrival. So uh, I was looking up the credits on that as we were listening to a little bit of that. And this will make more sense why it feels so yachty to you, even though it's an instrumental. It was written by Neil Larson. Wow. There you of go. Larson Fighting Band. There you go, man. Nice. You know, Larson's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time I heard it, it just set me back in my chair. And I was like, yep, that's Yacht Rock right there. I love it. I agree. And I love that you picked it. The- for the NIT episode, we've got an instrumental, which is supposed to be a no-no for the boat. But that tune sounds yachty to me. Any other interesting personnel of note, John? Uh, it said that it was produced by Russ Teitelman. Uh So he was uh, connected sort of to um, – and Lenny Warrenker uh, connected to uh, – Lenny Warrenker was uh, the mentor to Ted Templeman. So uh, there's a Ted Templeman connection here. All right. Wow. Tangent. Yep. Yachty. And it does just – it passes the ear test too. So that's a great tune, Kyle. Yep, straight into my yacht jazz list. Yep. Right there. Last but not least, <laughs> what do you got for off the map? This ought to be interesting. Uh, off the map, um, you know, I've been really hard pressing for this one for a long time. I've even wrote into the OGs because I really want to see James Taylor get certified with this one. It's a, a Bobby Walmack tune that he covered, and it's from 1976, and I absolutely, absolutely love it. I mean, it's just gorgeous. Uh, Dean Martin's son played the keyboards on this, or played the Rhodes keyboard on it. Um, the song is called Woman's Got to Have It. Oh, 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 I have love, a true love, and I lost it. No one seems to understand about the pain that it caused me. The woman got to have it. I believe that I should know. She got to know. Well, I make no apologies for my love of James Taylor, even when I'm also trying to make the case that there's some yachty goodness in there. That song is super yachty. Yeah. It's going in my it's going in my yacht yeah. rock playlist. It's not even off the map to me. So that's a great tune. Same with oh. me, man. So close to the yacht, it's going in the list. Oh, it's awesome. awesome. 
I was sitting back one day and, uh, you know, I was listening to Yacht Rock Miami, uh, love their station. And all of a sudden the song queued up and I just thought to myself, what is this that I'm hearing? Because, you know, James, obviously one of the greatest folk rockers of all time, he's got a few that come close, but Man, once again, just like you brothers, great ambassadors of the smooth. Uh, Captain G. Juan Love, man, also great ambassadors of the smooth. I'm so grateful. I've learned so much from all four of you. And this is one of those songs that graciously they've shared with me. And I'm so happy they have. And I'm going to push hard to the OGs to get this one certified. <laughs> I swear. All right. <laughs> there you go. Well, Do it. yeah, you did a great job with the lightning round. You are also one of the great ambassadors to the genre. So thank you for being on the show today uh we should let him uh, maybe plug his uh new gig huh? yeah so i heard it for the first time last night as we're taping today but uh tell us what you got going up in flint michigan well i'm telling you guys this has been a long time coming but um i'm i'm gonna try my hand into broadcasting and graciously uh wkuf 94.3 fm in flint has given me the opportunity to be able to share uh, smooth music with mid Michigan and, uh, the show airs every Monday night from seven to nine. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, there will be a lot of fun things, you know, uh, but the one thing that's most important for me is that when my audience comes in, that they feel good, they feel relaxed, they're enjoying themselves and that we get, you know, a little bit of yachtication going, you know, for them that yeah. they get to understand a little bit more about, uh, the details behind, um, why a song would be considered yacht and why one would be considered yacht. And, uh, you know, Captain Kyle, man, I'll rock that yacht till the sales <laughs> drop. So ain't no game bet you will. when it gets naughty, you know, but I will make That's sure right. to let my uh, audience know that, you know, when it's, you know, getting yachty and then we're going to bring it back full fledged and, you know, just try to have a lot of fun. And so, um, you know, I thought that would be a great time slot because, uh, I love your guys' podcast, and it airs on uh, Monday nights on Yacht Rock Miami at 9 p.m. And so hopefully, um, you know, if the audience will be able to tune in with me at WKUF.com, uh, 94.3 from 7 to 9, and then uh, flip it back over to Yacht Rock Miami so that we can continue the smooth goodness form and, you know, take care of their Monday their Monday blues. I mean, the case of the yeah. days are notorious. and. Uh, you know, if we can smooth it out and give them, give them some, it'd be nice. That station is available on the internet too. Is that yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes. So you don't have to be in Michigan to enjoy. No, no, no. We are, we are on the World Wide web. Come and hang out with me. You know, I, I, I'd, I'd love to have everyone, uh, just, uh, if there's some way we can make their Mondays better and, you know, I can team up with my brothers from another mother, uh, Tom and, well, and John Nixon. Then, you know, we're going to we're going to do it. <laughs> you made my Monday better yesterday. So I appreciate that. Um, I think I think you made this tournament better. So uh, thank you for that. I just want to stop is not something I'm saying. That's one. But, Kyle, if we did just want to stop this podcast, how would we do it? Well, you already know, guys. Ahoy. Palloy.